0: cliffcentral.com Hello and thank you for tuning in to Leadership Books Unpacked with Super Lead Consider this Have you ever wanted to read more business and leadership books but you simply just don't have the time Imagine being able to read a book per week How awesome will that be and more importantly how much more impact will will that have in your leadership more so for those that, that work with you a lot of us have demanding jobs and countless responsibilities, so our bookshelves end up with more books we intend to read and hardly ever get to than those that we have been able to read. My name is Mandaj am the CEO at Superlead, which is a strategy consulting and leadership coaching firm. On this show, we deep dive into a leadership topic. We anchor that in, on a book that we feature per week, and we share actionable insights. To advance your leadership excellence Here on studio I'm joined by my co-host Nobile Nobo, Who is a director At Alpha International Mobile, welcome to today's show.
1: Hi, Manda. Thank you for having me again. I can't believe I keep coming back. I think it's because <laughs> you feel like I'm at least a good student. not average. <laughs> yeah. I'm learning every week from you.
0: No, you're doing very, very well. Um, and we're going to test it in just a moment. Mm. Um, how last week's show went uh, for you and what you picked up from it. But before we get there, so today we're talking and unpacking and, and a question that pretty much every leader has had to wrestle with. More so now than ever before, given the challenging times we find ourselves in. And this is, we are having to do way more with fewer and fewer resources. Mm. You know, most of us know the feeling of having your budget being cut and still be expected to deliver way more than you did the previous year. Maybe perhaps the size of your team has been reduced for a number of reasons but yet the demands keep getting more and more and therefore we get to our ask, left asking a question how can i get the most from my team mm. how do i really get the best from myself and my team and really still be able perhaps to even double the output given the fact that my resources are less and less so so and i'm sure as you're listening to this you know the weight of some of that those those demands are already You know, kind of, you know, might be weighing you down, or maybe for some of you, excited at the prospects that you could actually achieve more with less. Mm. So that's what we're talking about. But before we do that, let's do a recap and just see if, um, uh, how, how. How was, um, how was last week and what were some of the things you took away? And perhaps some
1: things you were able to do last week. Yeah. So last week we spoke about The Disciplined Pursuit of Less, um, a book by Greg McCown. Um, and we spoke about being an essentialist leader as opposed to a non-essentialist leader. Yeah. And so I really encourage people to listen back to that because there were so many insights. But I think what I took out of last week was that we want to do less to achieve more, which is Not essentially me. that we want to focus yeah. and that by stretching ourselves and yeah. doing a lot of things, we actually limit our ability to achieve. Yeah. And so what I've been thinking about this week is how to bring in focus in what I'm doing. Stay so new. to go back to those essentials that I do well, yeah. that are, are my strengths yeah. <laughs> and also what to say no to <laughs> and how to say no. And I liked, I kept thinking about what you said last week of that question of like, if someone says to you, you know, can you do this and you feel like it's added, Adding to your plate to say, okay, what are the things that I'm currently doing? Do you want me to to put to the side and let yes. this be a conversation where I can ensure that I'm still focused in yeah. what I'm doing?
0: Love, Static, love that a lot. And our producer, she kind of t- she she said um, uh, that this is the year of saying no. <laughs> <laughs> so, so no to all the sort of non important things, but so that you give your space that that room to say a resounding yes to what truly matters and um you know for me I, I i was chatting to to you earlier that this this last week was essentially like i think i got the biggest test of, mm. of, of the principles we spoke about and really learning again that there are trade-offs you know if i say yes to that i'm essentially saying no uh, to the other right let's dive into to today's conversation because um you know, we expected to deliver more growth, perhaps with less headcount. Yeah. Uh, and um, and you know, the, the man leaders have always had this one-size-fits-all solution, which is, oh, you have a problem? Throw resources at it. Mm. And I think this post-COVID environment, or and/ all a pandemic environment, if it were, is kind of showing us that we don't, we can't do that anymore. We're having to do um, a lot more with a lot less. So we've got a perfect book for, for this show.
1: Yeah. Today we're unpacking multipliers, how the best leaders make everyone smarter. And it explores why some leaders drain capability and intelligence from their teams while others amplify it to produce better results. And I think just from that... T- title and summary, I know that I want to lean into how to be a multiplying leader. So do you want to give us some background on the book?
0: Fantastic. Absolutely. So Lise Wiseman, I think she's one of my favorite, favorite authors. Um, and I'm also accused, I'm often accused of having too many favorites. <laughs>
1: but, but I
0: think, I think Lise is, is one of those right up at the top and multipliers, I think, um, a life-changing book for me. Uh, mm. She wrote the book. The first version of the book uh, came out in 2020, and she had a re- revised one around 2017, 2018. Um, and I, I remember sort of reading this book about multipliers, and back then I had a massive team, just under 200 people. And and yeah, you know, you kind of appreciate that, hey, you can do, you can achieve more, you know, you can multiply. Um, the the impact with you know limited resources, but when you're reading that and you've got so many people, sometimes you feel like, No, maybe, yeah, that's okay, I've got enough people now. Post, um, you know, two years into the new organization, uh, leading a team of about a, DAO, a thousand, about t- 11, 12, that's when you realize there's just so much more to do, mm. and you've got. You know, such limited resources. I think now, as an entrepreneur and perhaps at the startup phase, it's more relevant for me than 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 there's ever been. So, so I think uh, what we're having to unpack today is probably more talking to me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think I need to be a student uh, right now um, because we are having to do a lot more, and especially as, uh, in the startup phase. Or, In the entrepreneur space, most entrepreneurs can attest to this. There's just so much more to do, and there's just way, 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 way little resources Mm. uh, to do that with. So Lise Wiseman talks about this idea that there are largely two types of leaders. You've got the diminishers and you've got multipliers. The diminishers, you know, are sort of those leaders that most of us can relate. You know, we've worked with someone where uh as you're doing the work with them, you know, you 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 you're not doing well. You feel like, you know, they're they're choking out your your your, your smarts or your intelligence, you're like constantly stressed and really they sort of diminish your smarts if it were. Mm. But multipliers on the other hand, you know, you work with some leaders that just absolutely just you you just do your best work with them. You feel like your your output is a lot more than with with the separate leaders, and she you know unpacks that with a lot of examples in the book. And and we'll, we we want to unpack that, um, and maybe to make it practical. I wonder if you've ever worked for a diminisher?
1: Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think I I think I have. I've certainly worked um, in an environment or for a leader where I felt like I perhaps wasn't trusted or empowered. Yeah. Um and even micromanaged. Um, I think it's probably a common sort of feeling. And I was, I was thinking about it earlier with this book of just how there was a part of me that thought, Oh, it's me. Like (laughs) I clearly can't thrive in this kind of environment. But when you begin to look of like, was it in a diminishing environment? Actually? Yes. I felt like my, my, not all of my gifts and my talents had room to, to grow and work. Yeah.
0: Oh, stunning. Now, and I, I know this is a subjective answer. I'm, I'm wondering if from 1% to 100%, how much of your intelligence perhaps would you say then they were able to draw out of you?
1: I think I was, you know, probably like, I felt probably 40%, <laughs> 50 60 yeah. I certainly felt like I could be giving more sure. if I had room to, uh, to contribute, I think, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, and what's sad is, that that is very common mm. most organizations most people listening to us right now they're they're thinking gee, i i think i can also give more mm. but perhaps the environment or my leader the way he or she you know sort of runs this team doesn't really allow me to to give my best now let's flip the coin have you ever worked for for a multiplier and
1: yeah <laughs> what were you going to say? Did I answer too quickly? No,
0: no, no. I was going to say, I was going to say, I can okay, live it, live it. I was to <laughs> say it to myself. Have uh, <laughs> um, you ever worked for a for, for multiplier, someone who you really just thrived when you worked for?
1: I have, I have. That's probably why I answered so quickly. Because when you, when you see these definitions, you begin to see, man, I felt so differently. I worked so differently under a multiplier, that kind of a leader. So I definitely have worked where I felt, man, this person trusts me, they they give me room. I think the way I would think about it is like I felt like I had the playground and sure. not just the sandpit to work in. Standing. So I definitely think I have, and that makes me think about what kind of leader I am yeah. and how I can be more of a multiplier. Stunning.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, so, so Liz Wiseman does this very well, and she's asked and she's done a ton of this research and asked similar questions and found on average that you know diminishers were able to access, I think she says, 49% of this smart, the intelligence of the people on the other hand, you know, the average of multipliers was closer to hundred percent, I think 95% or so. Mm. So you can almost see that it's possible to double the output of your team.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: So if, uh, if you, you were, you know, given the, the question we phrased at the top, if you feel like you have to do more, but your team is perhaps less, I think the challenge already for today is that you could actually double the output. You can get a lot more.
1: Mm. It's possible
0: that you can get twice their intelligence, their contribution, their smarts, yeah. by just doing things slightly differently.
1: Yeah. So that's why you can have a big team and feel like, why are we not achieving our goals? <laughs> yes. Yeah, because maybe we have an environment where we're actually not actually we're diminishing our capacity of the people Absolutely. around us. Yeah. yeah,
0: You can have a team of eighty that produces work that perhaps a team of five hundred a similar work to a team of five hundred. Mm. Um, mm. So, so then, then oh, you could have a team of five hundred that's producing, you
1: know, work that perhaps could be achieved by. Right, maybe 50 people yes that
0: is a chronic issue in organizations yeah yeah
1: okay so should we unpack you know what is a multiplier or do we begin with like the mindset shift around multipliers. Where do we start today? Because I think that this is something that I, as I've said, certainly as a leader, want to ensure that I can be more of a multiplier <laughs> leader, as Liz Wiseman puts it.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. So, so today we're going to shift things a little bit. We normally talk about changing the mindsets mm. first, right? But I think we want to move things a little bit, um, shift things a little bit, and start with the practices. What do diminishers do, and what do multipliers do? Do. Okay. And the mindset shift will become so much clearer as you see the behaviors that drove um, some of the things that we spoke about. Okay. While, well, just before I do that, I, I also want to just emphasize that not only do diminishers, you know, get less from their teams and, and performance, just the impact of their leadership on people and their families. You know, uh, the situation you were describing when you're working, um, with a sort of a, in a diminishing environment, Mm. as you like to put it, you know, you go home stressed, um, mental health challenges follow, Mm. you know, with that kind of controlling and, you know, overbearing environment, you get home, you know, to your kids or family members, and and you know you behave differently because of the stress and the anxieties and all of that stuff. So this conversation not only is important for uh, for kind of getting more done, yeah. but it's also important for the health yeah. and the well being of those who are entrusted to lead.
1: Yeah, and your quality of life.
0: Yeah, as you say,
1: it has such a knock on effect on everything else. Yeah. Um. So yeah, really uh, important. Let's all right. So,
0: so then, then let's dive in. Mm. But you can't. Uh, you can talk about, you know, management and leadership without quoting the great Peter Drecker. Um, you know, just, just as a teaser and, and Liz Wiseman does in the book, you know, uh, Peter Drecker says the most important contribution of management in the 20th century was the 50-fold increase in productivity of the manual worker in manufacturing. Uh, however, the most important contribution in the 21st century is to similarly increase the productivity of knowledge work and the knowledge worker. So, so Peter Draker is saying we have, we can increase the productivity by 50 fold. That's the ask really, oh, wow. um, especially for the knowledge worker. Now, diminisher and, and multiply.
1: Okay.
0: So diminishers. You know, as we said, they drain the talents out of the room. They, um, you know, they are, they are the center of gravity. You know, they are the genius and not so much the genius makers, um, which multipliers are. And some of you, you know, uh, you will know that having worked with a diminisher, um, they, they tend to do certain things mm-hmm. and Liz Wiseman has, has lists five, five, practices of diminishers compared to five practices of multipliers. And she just kinda of contrasts those. So we'll take one at a time. Okay. Um but just to kind of run them through all of them, diminishers, they're empire builders, tyrant, they tend to be it or they tend to be the main decision makers and they get to micromanage. Mm. Right, quite a bit. On the other hand, multipliers—they are talent magnets, they're liberators, they're challengers, they're debate makers, and and sort of they're investors in people. Wow! So should we do the the.
1: Yeah, let's start with the diminishes. <laughs> <laughs> let's start with that side um, and unpack those. Yeah. Uh, so,
0: uh, so yeah. So let's go. Uh, let's let's pick one and then yeah. we contrast.
1: Yeah. So this is interesting. You say uh, diminishes are empire builders. What does yeah. that mean? Because that term could sounds positive. Like yeah, you want to build an empire. Yeah, yeah. You know. So
0: so as it relates to talent. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, a diminishing sort of leader, you know they kind of just want to draw in as many people as possible just so they can it it can lift them up if it were it 's almost like they're building a, a stage for themselves, so people just come to sort of elevate the leader's that leader genius. okay yeah, and okay. then he build he or she builds this empire where he or she is is at the top, right they tend to sort of hoard all the resources and and kind of the approach to talent is like oh i will utilize that talent i will utilize that talent you you know people sometimes are reduced to to to, to talent to be used
1: mm.
0: and if you contrast that with with the with the multiplier their approach to people is they they do their utmost best to attract the best people and um and then sort of Get out of their way So that they can allow them to have The highest contribution Given their strengths and what they're able to do
1: sure so really it's around you know is this all about me or is this about elevating the people around me as well Uh so drawing talent that will just make you look good versus drawing talent to show the sort of diversity of what the team can do and achieve
0: absolutely and you can see that there so the first one is hey it's about me
1: right? Um,
0: i need to get an actuary that will give me that number that will help me look Good Give right.
1: A good report. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Give me the report and then I can submit it on the day then I yeah. can show that and then all my ex co members will be like, You that's fancy or getting an actuary to work the right partner with them, grow them, put them to shy. Mm. Right. So in the one sense the leader is saving those people yeah. that are in their team. In the other sense, the the the, the, dimin- the diminishers they tend to want to be served. But those that they're leading
1: Yeah, so it's almost like Not approaching it as like What can you do for me But what can I do for you
0: Absolutely Um, And and, and you can understand Corporates have got um, you know, corporates are structured to do this, eh? Because you know, you're the you're mm. the the one at the top of hierarchy, the, the hierarchy. hierarchy yeah. So it's just about if I think Nobile, I'm thinking she sends me the spreadsheets on Tuesday, mm-hmm. that I then integrate with what Simpure sends me on, on 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 Wednesday, so that I can have my my main call on Friday. And then that's that's all you are, mm-hmm. right? The person that sends me the spreadsheet on that day, or the person mm-hmm. that does that. Imagine all of you and all that you can contribute. Sure. Yeah.
1: Wow, that is a lot to unpack. Just <laughs> thinking about that, actually. So, how do we? Or do you, you don't want to go into mindset just now? I want to carry <laughs> on. I was going to say, like you say, the corporate environment is built this way. Yes. Yes. So, yes. how do we? Is the how do we unpack that? How do we challenge that? How do we change that idea?
0: Oh, good, good. So, so we'll do the how to right, <laughs> the right towards the end. So, and and the I'll how tos, that thought. yeah, the how tos <laughs> for all the five, right? Yes. The how tos really starts with the mindset shift, mm. and that we're holding the rod right to the end. So, so, so stay with us. So, the second one, uh, and practice of a, of a diminisher. Mm-hmm. They tend to be tyrants. Right? They, they tend to create this tense environment, uh, you know, that, that people are like walking around afraid. Um, people tend to just say just what will be accepted and perhaps not more. Mm. Um, and, and, you know, they, they kind of roam the, the hallways or the, the team's meetings. With just this sense of fear that people are like, yo, what does the boss want today? What does the boss, uh, you know, what's the mood like today? Mm. Um and everyone is just... You know, working on eggshells, if it were
1: mm, mm, mm. And I
0: don't know if you've ever
1: I think that's such a recognizable feeling Where you feel tense going into a meeting Because yeah. you don't know what's going to happen You don't know, you know what. You don't feel free, I suppose yeah. Of like, this is just going to be a meeting We're going to share my thoughts You're like, oh, what is going to be thought about what I have to say What yeah. will be the value of what I have to say That will please the that the leader. boss, yeah. right? Because
0: you remember, this is centered on the boss. Yeah. And the thing about these tyrants, sometimes, you know, they're visible in that they, they, um, there are some that, you know, shouts and they take people on in front of people and there's that kind of behavior. And some of it is done quietly. Hey, mm. it's just, you know, one sentence email, not good enough. Um, sure. you know, like that was not great. And, and then like everybody's GS. On edge yeah. all the time um, And you contrast that with um, With the multiplier The multiplier creates An intense environment So so we okay. play with the words a little yeah, bit yeah. So there's a tense environment On the other side And the intense environment On the other side That requires like the best Thinking the best work Like we are intently Focused on the work And not so much on the
1: dynamics Dynamics
0: and the politics Mm,
1: mm. And
0: and it's in that intensity Where creativity comes Where we really do our best to solve The Biggest problems
1: so it's almost like the intensity Of excitement like, Absolutely. I cannot wait to be In the room with this person because yeah. I just know That so much is going to be flowing yeah. and There's going to be a new idea or yeah. what I'm Going to say is going to contribute in some Way or be valued
0: and then you you tend To think less about you right Because mm. you know you, you don't have to Protect yourself you, don't yes. have, you no, know nothing To prove it, there's nothing to prove you are Just about the problem And mm. you're like intently You know Working that problem out until you find the right solution
1: Sure, so it's all about the goals Like what we want to achieve, what we're doing The mission of what yeah. we're achieving
0: And then if your mind, and, and that is possible If your mind is not preoccupied about protecting yourself Yes And that's why we kind of say multipliers are liberators
1: Yes So they yeah. liberate
0: people in the room
1: Sure, that's so good I think I was thinking about this, this that this week That it's not about self-preservation Anymore. That's it yeah. you, you feel free to just contribute All your That's gifts it. and talents Because it's all it. about what we're, what we're achieving
0: That's it Alright the third one Yes So you know These tyrants um, You know uh, When it comes to Decision making They tend to be the know it all right and you find and and you can understand some people grew in the leadership uh, journey because they were great technically and then you know they're a great IT person and then they become the CIO right mm. and then they they kind of everybody has to wait to kind of be told because they think they know everything yeah um, and and people sit say all right uh, i think i know this is what we must do but hey let's wait for ngobile she's she's uh she's the one that knows it all yeah yeah, I, yeah. I don't know if uh, if you've had to feel the sense sometimes.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's probably you know that feeling of um. Would it, would it be similar to let me ask it as a question actually? Yeah. <laughs> would it be similar to thinking you know that they will feel like you? Why didn't you check with them first yeah. to do something? Yeah, yeah. You know why yeah. didn't you go to them first because yeah. they're the ones who sort of hold the vision? Or- yeah,
0: yeah, and also people who, who who do this in the room they like in the meeting, you know. They walk in the meeting, 12 people are on the table ninety percent of the time, there's one person talking mm. <laughs> the boss. And then people just get there and then this just shut down, right? They yes. know he's he or she is gonna give all the answers to all the problems.
1: Yeah, I think I, I think I'm really getting it now. It's this idea sometimes when you're in a meeting and then someone the leader will ask a question and ask for input but at the end it's just what they wanted to do anyway so you've had this whole 30 minute conversation but they already knew what they wanted to to say anyway yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
0: um and and uh and it happens when they're like hey there's a like um you start to see some of these in the culture where maybe there's a client problem or there's a customer complaint etc etc people are like okay maybe we can do this but you know that knows all the answers so we're gonna have to wait for him to kind of tell mm-hmm. us um just imagine the whole day wasted right but if people felt empowered to can say this is the right call yeah let's debate it let's kind of think through this thing but this makes sense so mm-hmm. no one has to wait for this just this one messiah mm-hmm. uh to kind of to kind of you know Give them all the answers
1: And what I'm understanding Is that This is different from You know Because sometimes You do have an organization Or a company Where you know You have to have The sort of Go ahead of Of the leader They yeah. have to say yeah. yeah But it's more the feeling of You won't feel stressed That what you've contributed yeah. Is going to be wrong Or like they can Sort of break it down It's more like Here's what we've Come up with What do you think And it's more of a Conversation
0: Absolutely yeah. And and um, so Liz Kind of says Hey This, this uh, uh, diminishes You know They tend to just Give directives Largely to showcase How intelligent They are mm. And how much They know uh, But the multipliers On the other end You know They kind of Define the opportunity And sort of Allow people The opportunity To you know, give their best thoughts and also allow them to fail so mm. multipliers are challengers yes. rather than sort of know it alls. Yes. they create debate um, before, before big decisions have to be made mm. rather than to say alright I'm the center of gravity uh, you lot must, must come through me
1: sure that's really really good yeah. yeah
0: so let's do the the one more um this is common which is um you know dimin- diminishes are micromanagers mm-hmm. oh mm-hmm. boy i have not we all had <laughs> one of those
1: yeah yeah
0: um you know they they kind of say you know i'm gonna drive results because i'm like personally involved with everything right mm-hmm. and you know Hey, go do that, and then I'm gonna check on you at like in four minutes' time, and then like in an hour's time, where are you with this? And then it's like next to, on on tomorrow morning, where are we on this thing? Let me review it with you, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm. Um, you've never worked for a micromanager? manager?
1: No, I think I think a lot of us have, and I think I often wonder if it comes from, and perhaps it all diminishes, but you can tell me if I'm wrong, <laughs> if it comes from this like uh, sense of like uh, sort of in lack of trust in the people around you you know it's So if you're yeah. micro managing it's like you don't if you've asked someone to execute something and you immediately go take or like a, you know you said you have a week to do it and the next day you're asking <laughs> yeah. them how far along yeah, they let's are review. Um, it's like you're not really trusting that yeah. they're going to execute what you've asked them to execute so yeah, yeah. So,
0: and you can imagine just the stress yes of having been given a task in the morning For something that needs to be delivered, I don't know, in two weeks' time. And Mm -hmm. tomorrow morning, you're having to present, right? Yeah. And some of the solutions, obviously, they don't just come in the moment. Yeah. Um, On the opposite end, multipliers, they tend to sort of give ownership to the person that they're leading. They're almost... Say, hey, I would like you to help me solve this problem You're given ownership and accountability to do that mm. Right, you're not sort of being micromanaged All the way to the end of the solution
1: mm, mm. That's really, really good. And just thinking about how you feel when you're in that environment. Yes, if yes, someone yes. says, like, wow, I own this. And, and then you can actually sort of take advice and correction well, because yeah. you know that it's not a critique it, of how you're handling it. Yes. It's a critique of how we all want to make sure we execute this it's well. It's better.
0: And when you, when you have the sense of ownership, I mean, the, the, the way you think about the problem, As if it's your own Mm. and how you apply yourself. It's completely different from, I'm doing this for Ngobile, you know, she wants to see tomorrow Mm. and, you know, I wonder if this is the right and all of that anxiety just weighs you down and limits your ability to, to think.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, so just to recap, um, uh, we said that diminishers, they tend to be empire uh, builders compared to multipliers. Mm. Who are talent magnets Uh, Diminishers tend to be tyrants Compared to liberators Um, They tend to be know-it-all Compared to challengers Diminishers tend to be the key decision maker Compared to multipliers that create debate And allow all the best ideas to come um, on the table And lastly, diminishers tend to be micromanagers uh, versus, you know, multipliers that tend to really, they act like they're investors, right? Mm -hmm. So they kind of say, hey, go do this thing, you know, uh, I'll give you the best gift of all, which is accountability.
1: Yeah. And I think some of this also is good to hear because there might be aspects of your own leadership that you realize you might be doing one of these diminishing things (laughs) without realizing it. So now you can lean into how to shift your mindset in that, yeah.
0: Ah, love that okay. Um, Because if you're listening to us You know, you may want to kind of just do a mental check To mm-hmm. say, oh, I think I do a little bit more of yeah. that um, And maybe I have one or two or, or three tendencies Of the diminishing side, mm-hmm. right Alright, so now let's un- unveil the mindset Okay Because this is the core um of, I think, the book Which is diminishers have this view that people will not figure it out without me mm. but multipliers says people are smart they'll figure it out mm. right mm. It, just think of that that sort of if if I meet you I go no you won't you won't figure it out without me yeah. or you won't deliver without me yeah. Um. how I treat you It's just completely different from saying Mobile is smart. She will figure it out. Mm, And that's why you've got the contrast on the behaviors.
1: Sure. Yeah, it's like I have to be, then they have to be in every meeting. Yes, yes. Because it's like, but how could you figure this out without (laughs) me being in the meeting? Uh,
0: Then I have to micromanage you. Because, uh, you know, I need to really, it's got to be me involved all the way. Mm-hmm. Even though I gave you the task, but you know I must see everything through throughout the week until the end until we deliver this.
1: Sure, and I'm actually realizing how um, you know maybe I know Liz talks about the accidental diminisher, but how you can actually end up picking up these habits if you're in that environment, so then you yeah. almost become the leader that you sort of struggle <laughs> under. Yeah,
0: that's, uh, and and that's the biggest challenge. Most of us are leading. And have these leadership practices that came from just observing those that led you mm. before you kind of got to that role mm. um, and and some of these practices aren 't great yeah. um, and the mindsets also maybe of the previous leader didn 't believe that people were smart enough that they can figure this thing by themselves yes, right um if we get that mindset shift i think I think um I think we are like 90% way in.
1: Great, great. So should we dive into more?
0: Okay, cool. (laughs) So, so with that mindset, um, there is a slight misconception to correct. Okay. Which is most of these leaders, you know, especially technical folks, they tend to believe that, you know, intelligence is scarce, right? Like very few people are sharp and blah, blah you know and i have to do most of their thinking for them right um and the the the, the mindset shift that comes with this is that we're all intelligent mm. all of us like talent is everywhere and um if we treat people like i said before they are ten already uh, you'll be surprised how much more talents they showcase for you.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's really, really good. Yeah. And also the different types of it. I think we can come in with like, this is what intelligence yes, is. Yes, yes. So if it's like me or yeah. how I work. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yes. You know, intelligence means, you know, you can code, right? Mm. Like, uh, uh, but like intelligence is multifaceted. Mm. Um, and when we have one view of like, oh, this is what smarts look like. Uh, and, um, and obviously, I'm the only one here. Yeah. Right? Yes. <laughs> you know, and that's where this this thing comes from. Yeah. Because they won't figure it out without my superior smarts.
1: Wow. And that's
0: <laughs> why I'm at the top of the organogram. Mm. That's the mindset we possibly want to dismantle.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Good one. So 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 what will, what's key to note with this is that you have this continuum. Right. You know, like you know, I'm talking here as if I'm like the ultimate multiplier. <laughs> <laughs> and and you know, I hope my team We're is not all listening. A
1: work in progress. <laughs> yeah. Even I'm noticing things about me. I'm like, oh <laughs>
0: <laughs> You know, if the team is listening, I apologize. Um um so so mo- most of us sort of sit in this in this continuum mm. and I think what will be great is to start to seek feedback. Yes. All right. On some of these elements where, where you sort of, you think that you're like, I mean, there's people that think, you know, I'm a great people developer. But then if you ask people that work for them, they're like, yeah, no, he or she is not. Um, And I think feedback in this regard is a gift.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So doing some like 360 reviews. Yeah. Yeah. To get feedback of is this how I'm actually leading?
0: And, and kind of, um receiving those with grace mm. and and a bit more humility
1: yes
0: now you know there's there's generally people who says no 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 I'm a great multiplier and you know we all like the idea of being this amazing leader mm. who does all of those five practices that Liz outlines and on this revised book she talks about this idea that some people are multipliers in their minds but in actions, they have diminishing effects.
1: Wow.
0: Right? So you're like, yeah, I, you know, I think I'm a liberator of talent. I yes. think I, I'm doing some really cool things for my team. Yeah. But those things ends up having a diminishing effect on your team members. Yeah. She'll unpack one or yeah, two. Yeah.
1: How does that look?
0: So, 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 and these things, she says these are great things, by the way, right? And, um, but they might show up. And um, they might show up With a diminishing in- intent mm-hmm. I'm guilty of the first one
1: Okay
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm worried about I feel like this show Is like a lot of my confessions um, Yeah so, so the first one Is like You know Being the super optimist Yes <laughs> so, so the problem with this one She says You know the intent is good Right We intend to kind of say Hey team uh, give the belief that we can do it. Yes. But then but then sometimes it might have this outcome where people wonder if he in my case truly appreciate the struggle and what it will really take to do. You know like mm. when you are like working on a difficult concept and then your boss says, "Come on, guys, this is awesome. We're going to finish it. We're going to do it by 8 p by I don't know, 6 p.m. today." Mm. Right? This is You kind of like, it's either I'm not smart, um, because you know, he thinks this is easy and Mm. and we can do it.
1: Why isn't it easy for me? Why is it
0: not easy for me?
1: Mm. And Mm. what,
0: what is that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I can totally understand that, that idea of like, well, if you, if we don't acknowledge that this actually will be hard and will take a lot from us. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and when, when you do that, you're kind of saying you're not that smart Because mm. uh, if I was the one doing it, right I would have, you know oh, Of course, we're going to do this now hey, Let's finish. We can finish this by 5pm, right I think we can, yeah Go, 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 go You know, you've got, you know, good intent yeah. But it might have diminishing effect
1: Yes, yes
0: And then you got the second type um, I think most of us are guilty of this one which is sort of these protectors, right? The rescuers. Um, you know, we we've got this intent to keep, you know, our team, you know, sort of safe and make sure that they don't fail. You know, yeah. we give them the opportunity, but you know, we, we still wanna kind of make sure that we we are there and we protect them. So when something goes wrong in the project, we jump in yes. to kinda rescue. Yes. What does that do to me when I'm being rescued yes. in front
1: of XCOM? Yeah, yeah. No, that's a good one. I can see why that's accidentally. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a diminishing environment because you think you want to protect the people that you're leading and yeah. um, so that they don't get exposed yes, or yes, that yes. we all succeed together. Yeah. But that you're actually not making room for people to, stre- to stretch, to grow. Yeah,
0: yes, yeah. yes. And the idea of intelligence is that. We, all, we are all intelligence, but our smarts grows as we learn, as we continue mm. to be challenged, et etc. et cetera. And you might be sitting, you might be listening to us today and you say, yeah, oh, of course, I'm not a diminisher. Uh, and I do all of these good things. And I think what Liz is challenging us to think about is could you be doing some things with good intent mm. yet having a diminishing impact?
1: Yeah.
0: That's, that's the, that's, that's probably where most people lie, right? Because, you know, the extremes of diminisher, oh, micromanager and that, you know, there's probably few people that sits on the like 100% perfect alignments on the, on the two. But most of us are probably here having a diminishing impact.
1: Yeah. You're preaching to me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, and then and then maybe let's just unpack a uh, last one on this one, and then uh, uh, around the this idea of being um, an external diminisher. because mm. some of us are just perfectionists, mm. right? Uh, and that might have a diminishing impact, because you know our intent is right. You know we want to help people, you know, produce outstanding work so that they can be you know recognized obviously and be promoted um but as you like fine tune everything that they produce you know they might feel you know criticized and like you know disheartened and then over time they stop trying because yeah. they just can never meet the bar
1: yeah yeah the bar that you you've set yeah. for everyone to achieve
0: and then you're kind of making sure that you know they kind of produce at that level so that they can be promoted right uh, and they can be recognized and you feel like you're doing this for them, mm. right? I'm helping them, you know, produce the best quality work, but then you keep going back and forth, uh, mm. until they're like, I will never get it right for Nobile.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So instead you're contributing to a culture. Yeah. Where people feel like there's no room for mistakes, no room to fail.
0: Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that is, has a diminishing impact, mm. uh, on the team that you lead. So she lists a bunch of, of these, um, She lists a bunch of these on the book, Uh, like someone is like, hey, you know, like the the idea guy or or the, you know, you know, whenever there's a problem, you know, you are the first one to rock up with the solution. Yes. Uh, And then people over time just like, okay, there's a problem. Ah, I'm sure Ngobile has a solution for it. So I stop thinking.
1: Yeah.
0: Or or the always on guy, like you're the first one to reply to every email. So people like, yeah, okay, nah, simple as
1: yeah. (laughs) yeah, yeah. Like, I won't even. There's no time because I know just, five minutes from now. Yeah, I'm like yeah, forget it. And
0: then, and then, um, and before you know it, before you know it, you are the only one who is supposedly the genius, In the and team. more and more people have quit, but they've stayed.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. They they're here, but they're over there. Yes. Because you know, yeah, she, she's got it covered
1: and I can see how some people wouldn't recognize this in themselves you know because for you it's like oh I'm working hard and you know the boss is like you know uh, you know sort of saying like well done like, or the the higher ups Um and so I can recognize and then if you have a culture where people don't feel safe enough to speak up then you wouldn't recognize it because no one's giving you feedback <laughs> to say you're kind of overtaking this So you always you know your perfectionist thing is making me feel like I can't make a mistake or yeah. yeah or the protective aspect is making us feel like we can't you know we can't really excel or stretch ourselves on the team yeah, yeah
0: and, and, and see you, then you've got this uh, The spiraling downward mm. loop um and and i think as we draw to a close because you know this clock is running down fast um th- there's a couple of things to consider which the first one really is to kind of do this mindset inventory and you kind of say i got this team um but i think this idea of this one is smart that smart my whole team is smart they will figure it out they will deliver and that's just the belief before they do anything mm. rather than this belief that you know yeah they're sort of there and then they're bars but they won't you know deliver to the standard without me mm. if we can if if we just get that mindset achieved, i think it's it's a massive success already
1: yeah yeah that everyone has something to bring to this table, uh-huh. and
0: then the second practical thing to do, or the really next thing, next step to do, is to seek feedback. Yes, because I think all most of us have, you know, except for a few, right? yeah. but most of us probably have these great intentions. Um, we are leading perhaps by copying what we have seen others do um and maybe just kind of get some feedback to say hey um h- how am i showing up um across these dimensions yeah. um and and just be be willing to to take it on the chin. yeah
1: yeah you have to be comfortable with that feedback that it might be tough yeah but it'll at least give you something to work on to improve
0: yeah i, I remember this one time um i was in this organization and and the, the culture there was, was, was this one of just trying to, no one wanted to be caught out, right? And, mm. and, and, um, and there the was just like, you know, hey, what's going on here? And then people need to give the right answers. And, and, and I'm seeing people a little bit afraid of me. I'm like, and, and I, and I want to work with them with all our, you know, strengths and, 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 and weaknesses. So, so the one time I, I, I did this feedback thing. I said, right, guys, uh, you know, I think I said three things I do well or, and three things I don't do well or my strengths and weaknesses. Um, yeah, just, just write it out. And, um, you don't have to write your names and, and to my whole management team. And, um, you know, my assistant will collect this stuff and we'll type it up and, and, um, and let's, let's work through it together. So I took that after it's made neat and all of that. Um, I said, Hey, this is what you said I'm great at. And here's a whole host of my weakness. Then I send it to them. And by boss, mm. right? And I mean, the people were like so afraid of my boss because uh, because of the role my boss you know held, right? Mm. And they're like, "What? You you're telling your boss that you're like, you know, you got these weaknesses?" Yeah. And I slowly but surely started to liberate people to kind of say, "Feedback is a gift." Yes. Um, and you can. It, it's okay. There's things we don't do well, and there's things we do well. And when you kind of show that in open... Then it's it's not it's a, it's something people can give you a gift. Hey, man, you're doing that again. Mm. Uh, are you are you getting distracted again? And uh, like, oh yeah, sorry, sorry, uh, focus. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's almost liberating when yes, everyone knows because yes. I think you spend more time, as we've discussed before, thinking about your weaknesses sometimes. So when yeah. someone says like, I think you're not doing well at that, or this is a weakness of yours, it can be liberating because now you go like, oh, okay, I'm so glad now I can yeah. work on that and not feel like I have to protect or hide. Yes, something. yes, yes, yeah. That's
0: the, that's the culture I found, right? Like, it, it was as if like everyone is protecting and they want to be like- Mask
1: your weakness. Yeah, yeah.
0: and there was this saying of like, you know, your stoop must be clean. That, 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 that kind of got spoken a lot of. And um and I just, you know, kind of feedback, guys, mm-hmm. this is good. Mm-hmm. Feedback. You know, it might not like feel good in the moment, um, but people can help you uh, the more mm-hmm. feedback you seek. And I want to challenge you to get that feedback and make public some of the diminishing things that you do
1: yes.
0: so that people can call you out yeah. in the moment yeah. rather than wait for that six months uh, performance appraisals time yes. to be told, hey, you don't do that well. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. that's really, really good. Really good,
0: and, and and what that does is it just liberates people to to engage with you more, um, and also to allow them to do the same with their teams. Mm,
1: yeah, I build a trusting environment.
0: So uh, the, the last piece, really, especially for the accidental diminishers, you might want to consider doing this: do less um, and kind of challenge more. You know you. <laughs> Do less and challenge more. Like yes. if, if you're, you feel like, ah, I got all the ideas, you know, hold some ideas as soft ideas and hard ideas. Yeah. So, so soft ideas, you know, you, you, you can say, Hey guys, you may want to consider this idea. Mm. Right. So, so you're allowing the team the room. To kind of say it's not hard, hard idea. It's not yes. like okay, Amanda wants us to paint this thing yellow, yes. right? You may want it's it's a consideration. Yes. Yellow might be a great color because it aligns with I don't know, yeah, um, our brand elements, mm-hmm. um, and then but the team can still have the. That liberty to to challenge and do things differently,
1: mm-hmm. and so create that space to allow people to to bring what they think in yeah. it.
0: And I think that's what we—that's pretty much the conclusion of our of our journey together, of our journey uh, with this with this um, with this episode, which says there's talent in your team that you probably have not tapped into, mm-hmm. and therefore. You may, you can do these simple things to allow more and more of that talent to show up, to allow more of your team members to contribute way better than they've ever done before. And it starts with the mindset shift, mm-hmm. which is they are smart. They can crack it and that you don't have. You don't hold the, the big the, You don't have a monopoly on intelligence Yeah,
1: and how liberating that is I think the hopeful thing that I take away Is that if listening today and reading the book You realize that you've been creating A envi- diminishing environment Perhaps accidentally yeah. The idea that we're all on a continuum We're all work in progress Means that, okay, tomorrow What can I do yeah. to, to lean more Into being a multiplying leader
0: stunning so that's it uh for this show what can i do what's the next step uh in that continuum to be a multiplier liberate the talent in my team so uh, we are keen to hear from you. You can reach out to us on our social media pages and perhaps give us some, um, some, some of your experiences, uh, perhaps with diminishers and or multipliers and some things that you're doing in your team that, that's helping you be a better multiplier. Until then, go out there and super lead.